Well, the top of the morning to you. And that's the uh, bad Irish accent from Rico <laughs> uh, here on Tricks and Sci-Fi for uh, a, a kind of a special little uh, St. Patrick's Day Irish podcast. I, I kind of woke up this morning and decided to do something a little different. Hey, welcome to the show or, or welcome to the pre part of the show. Uh, this is uh, March 17th, 2019. Happy St. Patrick's Day to uh, the Irish people and people who aren't Irish and just like celebrating uh, uh, the funness of St. Patrick's Day. But anyway, I woke up uh, and uh, this is podcast 721, Lucky 721, which is kind of appropriate for uh, St. Patrick's Day. The Anyway, uh, getting back to what I was saying, I woke up this morning and I, and I had this idea Rather than I was going to talk about uh, books, some books that I've read, some classics over the years, some recent ones I've read, I I wanted to do a book show this week, but I've decided to skip that. I'm going to put that off for a week or two, and I am going to do kind of a special St. Patrick's Day show uh, where I'm going to talk about the Irish characters in Trek, and there's a few of them, and I thought that would be fun. It's probably going to be shorter than average. Uh, a little quicker. I was out of town most of last week. I'm still kind of uh, a little jet lagged, recovering. I was out on the West Coast uh, and uh, for work and in the beautiful California sun, although I was mostly working all the time. So uh, I I was almost going to skip this week. Then I was going to do the book show, but I'm doing St. Patrick's Day and Irish characters in Trek. And so that will be fun, I think, to talk about. And we will uh, do that and talk about a few other things, I'm sure, as well. And that's, I think, all I need to say for right now. I do think that. But, yeah, sometimes when you wake up in the morning, you, you get, I think, a fun idea. And let's run with it. So here we go with Treks in Sci-Fi. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the men in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's strength flows from the Force, but beware of the dark side. Again, welcome to the podcast, folks. Yeah, so woke up this morning, St. Patrick's Day here, March 17th, and Lynn and I, my wife and I were saying, like, I know she's has Irish in her history, or her history, that sounds funny, in her heritage, background, genetics, uh, DNA, uh, the... Um, the story that I think I've heard is there's like an Irish horse thief in her 
um, family tree, uh, let's call it. And and I and I I have a little bit of Irish too, just a tiny bit. You know, my ancestors are mostly from France, France, which is you know pretty close to Ireland. So I'm thinking there was a little you know back and forth there going on. So uh, you know, I have a few percentage points or whatever of uh, Irish in me. And and this is the day of the year, of course, everyone wants to be Irish, right? Or, um, and then you've got people who are in Ireland, of course, all laughing at us, you know, uh, that that are all trying to do this. But I, I, I will say my favorite color is green. Uh, I, I've always wanted to visit Ireland. I've been to, um, to England and London and all that, uh, but, uh, never been to Ireland, which I think would be beautiful. I've always seen, you know, and heard great things about it and would love to get there someday. So that is, um, what we're going to talk about. Like I was saying earlier about Star Trek characters that are, um, Irish and that will be coming up here shortly. I'll give you a brief rundown of my uh, past week, a, a couple things. Um, so I was traveling. One of the good things about traveling is I load up my iPad with um, stuff, movies, TV shows, and try to get caught up. So I watched a couple more episodes of Riverdale. That's not really a sci-fi show, although it's as re- you know, it's almost as out there as it could be. I'm actually now finally on the current season. I'm behind on it, but I'm on that. Um, the um, But uh, I watched, um, what did I watch? Oh, I watched a couple movies on the plane. I watched um, Bumblebee, which was out over the holidays, which got kind of like, yeah, I think overshadowed a lot by Aquaman and other things. Uh, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it on the plane. It was okay. I, I thought it was pretty, like, basic. I, I, I'm i one of those people that have seen all the Transformer movies and still kind of enjoy them. Uh, but uh, although I, I will admit they're getting more and more, like, ridiculous and just kind of, like, uh, there's no meat to them, I mean, is the way I, I'd look at it. I thought the first couple were, were pretty good, and uh, but... Um, yeah, they keep making them. Bumblebee, I thought, was it was kind of a nicer, like not as chaotic of a film as the other Transformers movies are, but um, but it was okay. And that Haley Steinfeld, I think that's her name, who plays the girl in the movie, uh, you know, she's she's cute and she was good. She, you know, you do as be- best you can with that kind of a part. But um, and then I watched uh, Ralph wrecks the internet uh, on the way back, and that was cute. That was fun. Uh, I was um, didn't want to watch anything super intense or serious uh, on the plane. I was pretty tired coming back. Had a very late day the night before in the in the the wheel company, the wheel plant that we work in out there that I was going to see. Uh, we were there till like after midnight, and I had to get up early for my flight on Friday. So. Uh, so that was my week, but I also, um, on my iPad, I brought some, some other TV shows. Oh, I am, um, finally starting season two, sorry, season three, season three of Daredevil. I'm trying to get caught up on the Netflix Marvel shows. Punisher came out a while back and I never have, um, I haven't started Daredevil until now. So I've watched the first couple of episodes of that. I also threw Umbrella, uh, Umbrella Inc. Academy. Hard to say that for some reason. But I didn't get to that. I, I ran out of time. I didn't, I'm maybe going to, might be possibly taking another trip this week, later this week. So we'll see. Um, I'm watching still Doom Patrol on the DC Universe app thing, and that's good. Uh, I got back, um, got back on Friday, and I finally, 
I didn't watch um, Discovery on Thursday night. Uh, I was too, too working too much at the plant that day. But uh, so I watched the latest Discovery episode, uh, 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 which is I don't know where we're at seven episode seven eight something like that. Um, I lose track of the episode numbers at this stage, uh, if, unless I look it up and it's not really that important. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a good episode. Um, some big things happened. Uh, I, I'm really liking this season a lot. It's, it's very interesting. I've got a few little minor issues with a couple of things in, in it. Uh, I mean, Pike is great. The guy playing Spock is, is good. Um, but there's a, I don't know. I, I've, um, I don't know if I said this when we talked about Discovery, I've, uh, but there's a lot of what what I call shoehorning going on here, where you know, especially with the Spock character and the Spock Burnham relationship, that um, it's it's tricky. You know, the the week before episode was really cool, but um, and I, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to create that. You know, this is gonna be spoiler free, but um, and and I, I you know I love the show and I think it's great, but um, I think. I hope at some point, maybe next season, like even the first season, I hope that they just go off and do their own thing a bit more um, rather than touching on like stuff like this, it, it, you know, characters or situations that we know. Uh, I think that um, you, you don't want to do that too much. Let's put it that way. So, uh, but I'm, in, you know, it's great. It's great. The Trek's back and I, I'm enjoying it very much. Uh, what else? Um, still got to finish up the passage. They got to watch the season finale of that, which has been good. That's a, um, pretty popular book series and it's, it's, um, vampire kind of a thing. And that I've, um, I got to watch the last one. Like I said, uh, watching this new show, uh, whiskey cavalier. It's not, it's not a really sci-fi show. It's a spy show, but that's close. We'll call it sci-fi adjacent. Uh, but uh, I'm enjoying that the uh, the girl from or the woman from The Walking Dead, Lauren Lauren Cohen, is on it, uh, and it's a it, you know the, I've watched the, over the years they have tried to do a spy type spy series show on TV. ABC seems to be the network that keeps trying to do that, uh, and sometimes it kind of works. Like the Alias show with Jennifer Garner worked very well. Um, there was another show even before Alias that I watched. Gosh, what was the name of that? Um, with a, with a duo, a guy, girl spy team, um, that, that kind of lasted. What did it last? I think half a season, but this, you know, it's sort of a mission impossible kind of a thing a little bit. Um, you know, this, this show, I've only watched a couple of episodes so far, but, He's let's see, he's FBI and she's CIA and they have a few other people that they form this little team. And it's it's about 90 percent ridiculous, uh, you know, when you look at it. But I, I find those shows kind of charming and they're kind of light and, and, and fun. And the stakes are never really all that high or serious. Uh, and it's this one's pretty there, there, there's quite a bit of humor and it's pretty lighthearted. It's almost maybe too much. I think it need maybe needs a little sharper edge to it, but uh, we'll see. I'm giving it a try. And of course, I'm watching still my CW shows, Flash and Arrow. Uh, looks like uh, Legends of Tomorrow is coming back at the beginning of April. Supergirl. Supergirl is is 
pretty good this season, but they've got this storyline of aliens versus humans going on, and it's it's okay, but uh, I find it a bit heavy-handed at times. And it, it, it's also the the thing about this. I've always found a hard or not hard, um, a little bit weird about Supergirl with with all these aliens around. Was it it like how did that all happen? And some of them seem to have been around a long time, even before Supergirl was here. I, I mean, in, in the Superman and Supergirl comics and stuff, that isn't really the case. There, there aren't all these aliens are running around, you know, like living amongst humans that are well known that aren't hidden away. Um, but um, I mean, I, don't, I that's OK, but it's obviously they're doing sort of a storyline storyline against, you know, or not not against um, involving like, you know, immigrants, immigration and all the issues going on these days in the U.S. Uh, it's sort of paralleling that a bit. But um but I do, uh, I do like it. I, I, Melissa Benoist is 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 great in in the role. I think she's really good. You know, the, all the CW shows have great main main characters and casting. Uh, you know, it's uh, Guy Gus or Grant Gustin. What did I? Whatever I'm trying to say. You know, the Flash and Stephen Amell. Oh, he he just announced um, they're only going to do about a half a season of arrow next next year and then it's gone and you know they're actually seeds of of the end of the show in a way already happening this season so uh but it's next year is its eighth season i think so that's a good long run a big bang theory is ending this year so actually quite a few shows could be wrapping up in the next year or so uh game of thrones of course next month is coming out uh with its final is it eight episodes i think it's eight it's not six, is it? Is it eight or six? I don't know, but uh, not a lot. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, that show, you know, I've I've watched it and enjoyed it, but boy, that's a it's a tough show, and I'm sure there's a lot of tough things still gonna gonna happen in these last episodes. But it's spectacular looking, and and there's never been a show really like it on television. Uh, and then it looks like we're getting this. Um, it's Amazon, right? Amazon Prime show they're going to do a show uh, based on the lord of the rings right not the lord of the rings books but earlier in the in the in that setting in that world we'll just call it tolkien's um middle earth uh or whatever i'm not in a middle earth expert by any means but i'm you know that's exciting to do an, another high production value fantasy show for television now that game of thrones is ending so Looking forward to that. They're still supposedly doing a Wheel of Time series out there, uh, which um, I've enjoyed quite a few of those books. I kind of stopped midway a little bit. Uh, they got a little meandering for me, but uh, maybe I'll go back to it uh, once this series starts up, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So I think that's all I really wanted to cover. We're like 10, 13, 13 or so, 14 minutes into the show. Take a short break, and we're going to come back quickly and talk about the uh, – the Irish characters of uh, Star Trek. And I don't know. That's more of a Scottish accent there. That's terrible. But uh, I got to be talking like I, I can't do it. I should just not, just not try. People out there laughing at me. Uh, but uh, we'll take a wee break here. And uh, and then we will be back for uh, a look at the, uh, I think there's three or four that I'm going to cover. Uh, Irish characters in Star Trek. Be right back. <laughs> Hello. 
Hello folks, this is Rico. Just popping in here real quick with a uh, shameless advertisement slash plug. Uh, if you're enjoying Treks in Sci-Fi in recently or over the past several years, if you've been listening a long time, please uh, go over to my patreon.com uh, place, patreon.com forward slash Treks in Sci-Fi. That's a place you can support the show with just a couple of dollars a month. goes a long way to uh, paying for hosting fees and the new redesigned set for upcoming video casts that I've been working on for the past few months. So just check it out, patreon.com forward slash treks and sci-fi, and I appreciate your support. That would be fantastic. Get it? Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Back to the show. Transfer of data is complete. All right. The first character um, that I want to talk about uh, is... Um, Kevin Thomas Riley of the Starship Enterprise. Who is this? <laughs> yes, um, this is, uh, I think, the first uh, Irish character we ever see in Star Trek uh, history from the original series. He was uh, one of the ship's navigators on the USS Enterprise under Captain Kirk. Uh, you first see him in uh, the episode The Naked Time. And he was born in Ireland and descended from Irish kings. Um, he had a, a pretty pivotal role in in these two episodes, uh, both from season one of the original series, uh, The Naked Time, like I've mentioned, and The Conscience of the King is the other episode. And I liked Riley a lot. He was fun. He was young, uh, played by Bruce Hyde, uh, really um just had a lot of uh, energy, and it, especially in the naked time, uh, he just really, really gets to let loose, and I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, in, in the conscience of the king, uh, his role is a little bit different, uh, but there's still some fun stuff there. So I want to play for you a little bit of uh, of Riley from uh, the naked time, and then uh, I'll. I'll probably play a little bit of the conscience of the king but i i'll probably come back after the naked time but anyway here is a little bit of uh kevin thomas riley of the starship enterprise from the original series episode the naked time you haven't answered my question where is mr sulu have no fear, O'Reilly's here. And one Irishman is worth 10,000. You, Mr. O'Reilly, Lieutenant Uhura, take over this station. Yes, sir. Now, that's what I like. Let the women work, too. Universal suffering. Report the sick bay, Mr. O'Reilly. Sick bay? Exactly where I was heading. Sir. One of the new series they had this year, they had two new series, Mission Impossible and Star Trek. And so they used me on two episodes of Star Trek. Actually, originally, the two episodes were two different characters. You know what Joe's mistake was? He wasn't born an Irishman. Continue the alert, Lieutenant. I can't, sir. He's cut off the alert channels. Lieutenant O'Hora, you've interrupted my song. Uh, I'm sorry, but there'll be no ice cream for you tonight. Cut him off. I can't, sir. There's no way to do it. Attention, crew. 
this is Captain Riley. It, there will be a formal dance in the bowling alley at 1900 hours tonight. No Stand way, Captain. By. He controls the main power panels. He can override any channel from down there. 17 minutes left, sir. <laughs> Time into the sick bay. I'm getting you, Jim. Look, can you keep this beast level? I've got Sulu tranquilized. We're running tests on him. So far, there's nothing unusual in his bloodstream. Body functions seem normal. Riley's the immediate problem, Doctor. Is there any way, anything you can do to snap him out of it? Negative, until I can get a little further on these tests. Uh, this is Captain Riley. Crew, I have some additional orders. In the future, all female crew members will wear their hair loosely about their shoulders. And use restraint in putting on your makeup. Women, women should not look made up. And now, crew, I will render Kathleen one more time. Please, not again. I'll take you home again, Kathleen. Yeah, so there's uh, some great uh, stuff with Bruce Hyde playing captain or uh, navigator lieutenant uh, Kevin Thomas Riley. So uh, he shows up again in, in a later episode called The Conscience of the King. Uh, originally, they were going to use two different characters for this, but they decided uh, since Bruce came back to, to make the characters the same. And uh, so he gets to play Riley a second time, which didn't really, you know, there's a very uh, small handful of characters besides the main cast that did that, that, that ended up in a, more than one episode in the original series. Some, you know, background characters you see now and then, but, uh, so Riley and, and he was pretty memorable. So let me play a little bit of, um, his appearance in the conscience of the King where he's been regulated down to, to, uh, engineering, uh, and kind of hidden away because of this killer on the loose. So, uh, so listen to this clip here. Hey, rec room, somebody, talk to me. Larry Matson here. Is that you, Riley? What's up? Not me. I am down in the engineering room. Now you've been a bad boy. Maybe so. Whatever I've done, they're sure keeping it a secret from me. Hey, is that a horror plan? Now let me talk to him. I think his heart is sore. What can I do for you, Riley? A song. Yep, make it a love song. Just something to reassure me I'm not the only living thing left in the universe, huh? Well, you're not. I'll prove it to you. The skies are green and glowing Where my heart is Where my heart is Where the scented flower is going Somewhere Beyond Ontario 
Yeah, so there's just a little bit there of Riley from uh, The Conscience of the King. Uh, the character made a pretty good impression. He ended up uh, showing up in several books, uh, Star Trek novels, Probe, The Galactic Whirlpool, uh, and let's see, Star Trek Federation, The First 150 Years, which is a reference book. Also in the Mirror Universe, uh, novel The Sor Sorrows of Empire. Uh, he ended up succeeding Spock as captain of the ISS Enterprise in that uh, so, yeah, he showed up quite a bit. Uh, he was supposed to play a prominent role in um, the series The Lost Years, Star Trek era between TOS and the motion picture. He was supposed to be Admiral Kirk's chief of staff. So, yeah, I love Riley. Great Irish character. Uh, I wish he would have been in the original series even more. Uh, and, uh, yeah, very, uh, very fun. And uh, the um, a lot of a uh, lot of good stuff there uh to uh to um take uh take to the irish heart i guess so all right let's go on to another character here uh this one is is very well known although he only appeared briefly in the episode short leave uh yes i am talking about kirk's arrival at the academy and nemesis uh finnegan hang on one second i'm going to pull up a little info yeah, so uh, Finnegan shows up uh, in this episode, Shore Leave, one of my favorite episodes of the original series. Uh, he's a duplicate of um, a Starfleet Academy cadet uh, that uh, is uh, sort of brought to life by James Kirk's uh, memories. And, you know, basically Finnegan was, a, you know, just caused him all kinds of grief and trouble in, in the Academy. I wish he had shown up in that Star Trek 2009 film. Uh, that would have been kind of fun. And uh, they have a great couple of fights in the move in the in the excuse me the episode uh, shore leave. And yeah, you get to learn that Kirk, even though you always think he's got it all together and he's the top of the the heap, uh, he had this guy in his past that uh, <laughs> was just basically just m messed with him all the time and. Yeah, I like that. And there's some great music in these episodes, too. Uh, and you'll hear it here. I'm going to play uh, play a little bit of uh, Finnegan's appearance. He plays. He's played by Bruce Mars. And his here's his, some of his appearance in the episode Short Leave. You follow the rabbit. I'll backtrack the girl. I'll meet you around the other side of the hill. Good. I got a personal grudge against that rabbit, Jim. Jim! Finnegan? I can't believe it. You never know when I'm going to strike. Huh, Jim? <laughs> How's Jim? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy boy. <laughs> Go ahead, lay one on me because that's what you always wanted, isn't it? <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> come on. Right. Let's try that one again. Go. <laughs> Go, let me excuse you, baby! <laughs> Run away! <laughs> Run away! 
thoughts just before you encountered the people you described. I was... I was thinking about the Academy. My days. Hey, Jim, baby! I see you brought up reinforcements. Well, I'm waiting for you, Jimmy boy. Finnegan. Finnegan! What's been happening to my people? <laughs> Take Sulu, find McCoy's body. This man is my problem. Captain, wait. That's an order, Mr. Spock. Yeah, there's some fun stuff with Finnegan. Again, I wish we would have met him uh, at some other point. I think he's been in a few books here. I didn't pull that up right now. But uh, anyway, let's move on to uh, probably the biggest uh, of the Irish characters, uh, the most well-known at least in in Star Trek uh, TV and, and movie um, stuff is uh, Miles O'Brien, of course, right, from TNG and later Deep Space Nine. Uh, Miles O'Brien was uh, born in Ireland on Earth in 2328. Uh, of course, he first shows up uh, in the, uh, I think he's in, yeah, he's in the very first episode of uh, TNG Encounter at Farpoint. And, you know, later moves on to being uh, the uh, chief of operations at on uh, Deep Space Nine and uh, played by Cole Meany. And he's, he's fantastic. You know, one of the... Uh, one of the main characters throughout the uh, TNG run, and also um, especially in Deep Space Nine, really fleshed him out. He got married, he had a child, ended up having two children, and just um, the, uh, you know, it was one of the characters I thought that they did a really good job with fleshing out uh, one of the rare family-type characters uh, in Trek, which is, which is refreshing. And nice, you know, all these uh, all these officers generally don't uh, don't you know form strong attachments and 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 just even though there was this big thing, you know, this big push of um, 
on TNG to show the fact that they're uh, that the ship had a lot of people and people were bringing their families aboard, so they weren't weren't away from their families for years and years at a time, and uh, which always both seemed like a good idea and a bad idea, especially when they got in trouble. Uh, but O'Brien was was one of the the few family uh, characters that you ever ran into in, in the show, and uh, I think Colmini did a fantastic job in playing him. He got really interesting, especially in Deep Space Nine. Had some PTSD stuff uh, going on. You know, he he had been a prisoner, um, and uh, you know, I like the fact that they uh, they would show him with his family with Keiko, and uh, it just. Uh, Really interesting character and and played very well by uh, by Cole Meany. Let me play um, let me play a little bit of uh, some clips from of uh, of Chief O'Brien, and I think the first one I'll play up for you here is when he leaves uh, uh, in the first episode of Deep Space Nine, where he leaves TNG, you know, where he leaves the Enterprise uh, to go off to uh, be Chief of Operations on Deep Space Nine. The captain's in the ready room, Chief. Should I tell him you're here? Uh, that's okay. Thanks. Transport me to the ops pad, Maggie. Yes, sir. Mr. O'Brien, I understand that I just missed you on the bridge. Yes, sir. I... I didn't want to disturb you, sir. Ensign. This is your favorite transporter room, isn't it? <laughs> Number three. Yes, sir. You know, yesterday, I called down here, and I asked for you without thinking. It won't be quite the same. It's just a transporter room, sir. Permission to disembark, Captain. Permission granted. Energize. Celebrate. I really should be getting home. Oh, just one. Quark, did you hear? Chief O'Brien is having a baby. I thought your females carried your young. My wife. My wife is having the baby. Congratulations. I remember when my nephew Nog was a baby. Cutest thing you ever saw. You know babies. Every little thing they pick up goes straight into their ears. Oh, I used to love reading to them. You know, see Brock acquire. Acquire, Brock! Acquire! Just think, soon there'll be two little O'Briens scampering about underfoot. <laughs> Hard to believe, isn't it? Mind you, they do say the second one is easier, since you've already been through all the diapers and the endless crying and the sleepless nights. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Something wrong, Chief? No, nothing at all. Couldn't be happier. Did you hear? 
Keiko's gonna have another baby. Now? No, seven months. I see. Worf delivered Molly, you know. Really? The Enterprise was damaged. Keiko and he were trapped together when her time came. Oh, well, I'll uh, be sure and call you when she's ready to deliver. You can lend a hand. Seven months. Unfortunately, I will be away from the station at that time. <laughs> Far away. Visiting my parents on Earth. Excuse me. <laughs> What's that song I hear? Money always sang, one I liked. The minstrel boy to the war has gone in the ranks of death. You will find him. His father's sword he hath girded on, and his wild heart's love behind him. Land of song, said the warrior bard, though all the world betrays thee. One sword at least thy rights shall guard, one faithful harp shall praise thee. I'm not going to win this one, am I, Chief? No, sir. Ah, for simpler times, eh? Go away. I only want to help. You're in the way. A farmer from Gary once tried to chase me off. Until I saved his crops from locusts. Two minutes to coordinates. Foreign emissions are stable. You know what I find most intriguing about you, my good host? You're afraid of me. Look, Figment, I'm not afraid of anybody, least of all you. 90 seconds to coordinates. Figment, am I? A figment of my imagination, that's all. And yet you can't deny how this imagination of yours empowers me, can you? Empowers me in a way that somehow terrifies you. You should be getting some primary data, Commander. They're coming in now, Chief. Stand by. She is your firstborn, isn't she? <sighs> 30 seconds to coordinates. Thorn emission patterns unstable. Probe hole temperature dropping rapidly. Yeah, there's some uh, clips. The last bit was from If Wishes Were Horses from the first season of Deep Space Nine, but uh, a variety of little clips from uh, uh, Cole Meany's run as Chief uh, O'Brien on uh, TNG and on Deep Space Nine. Yeah, so I think that wraps us up. Uh, maybe there are some other peripheral characters that were uh, 
Irish throughout Trek's run, but those are the main ones, especially uh, Chief O'Brien uh, being the biggest. And you've got Finnegan and Kevin Riley. So I thought this would be a little fun show, a little bit of uh, uh, shorter than normal, but uh, looking at uh, the Irishman of uh, Star Trek. And uh, it would be uh, be fun to have another uh, Irish person on Discovery or or who knows, maybe a, an ancestor of one of these characters or something like that pop up. I don't mind little things like that, uh, but when they bring back main characters like Spock sometimes, I like I said earlier, I'm enjoying the run on Discovery this season, but uh, it, it's it's a bit trickier, I think, to do that. And, and it's um, so uh, I think and uh, oh, one last thing to say about that, but Pike, I find OK, because bring back Pike, Captain Pike, we really only saw him in the Menagerie. So. Uh, or the original pilot, the cage. So I, fleshing out that character, I feel is 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 not bad. Plus, he didn't have really so much of a direct impact on a lot of other characters. So uh, I think that's about it, folks. I'm just going to get out of here, and I hope everybody has or had by the time you're listening to this, probably had a great St. Patrick's Day. Uh, or maybe that doesn't mean anything to you guys, but this uh, this was fun for me to do. Uh, I also put up a video on the uh, Facebook group that I try to put up on St. Patrick's Day, which is uh, a little bit more of the the Finnegan clips from uh, Shore Leave, a video that I made way back, gosh, probably about 10 years ago, I think, uh, with some subtitle, a little stuff, a little funny stuff that I put in as well. So, all right, next week, um, I might skip next week or it might be a repeat episode. Um, depends if I end up going out of town this week. And then after that, it'll be a book show, uh, the book podcast uh, at the end of, um, probably at the end of this month in March. So that's coming up uh, on Treks and Sci-Fi. If you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash Treks and Sci-Fi is the way to do that. Again, thanks, thanks, thanks so much to everyone that does that each month. Uh, A couple of dollars each month goes a long way to supporting the podcast, and I very much appreciate it. And uh, again, everyone, take care. I hope the weather's getting better wherever you're at. We're um, slowly, very slowly warming up here in Michigan. Uh, We may be even at, well, they had one warmer day last week when I was out of town, and we might be up towards 50 again Fahrenheit uh, towards the end of this coming week. Looks like uh, hopefully maybe no no snow for at least this coming week, and, and maybe Maybe we won't be getting too much more this winter. We'll see. You never know. We've even had snow in April here um, quite a few times. So it's not over yet, maybe. So uh, that's it, folks. Um, Take care. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. This has been a Rick Dosti podcast production.